0: Welcome everybody to the next set of announcements from Ireland Home Based Services for the day of May twenty, the week of May twenty fourth, two thousand twenty one. Uh, this is Gary Eumens here. Reminder: you can always check out the announcements by going to CaseWind. Those are housed on CaseWind, and in the menu, go to Resources, and then uh, go to the Announcements, and you'll be able to see any past announcements. Sometimes that's helpful because sometimes there's many links in these, and I'll indicate those. So if you ever need to go back and find them you can do so. Um, So just a reminder, you can always find these uh, find these in and on Case Wind. So let's get started here. Uh, We're gonna make a reminder of the, our attempt to supervise visit, visit, additional hour of billable time allowed. That was effective May the 9th, 2021. We know that at times that can be frustrating when you've had a, a two or three hour visit or more scheduled and you've provided the transportation for the children and uh, the parents don't arrive. And we know that that's so very harmful to the children. When mom and dad don't fail to come, it's uh, much sadness, and much disappointment. Um, and when we, these things happen to occur, we gotta make sure that you as workers are, are doing everything you can to support those children in that time, not just maybe immediately turn around and taking them back home, but maybe spending some time with them and doing some, uh, some, maybe some short activities, Uh, to hopefully get their minds off what just happened. And that's a very difficult thing to do, and it uh, does provide long-lasting damage. But after you've uh, taken the kids back home, we want to make sure that you're reaching out to supervision to inform them of what happened so we can begin the process of exploring a mandatory call-ahead for the parents um, so they're held more accountable to this. And with DCS approval, we can implement a 2-hour or a 24-hour or maybe even both to help eliminate any chance the children will have to be put in that situation of heartbreak when mom and dad don't show up. We also need to coach the parents on how harmful this is to their children. We know that sometimes there are valid reasons, but sometimes there are not, so uh, coaching the parents is vital. So again, on uh, effective May the 9th, if you've transported the children to and then from a visit and the parents don't show up, you're going to be eligible to bill for an additional one hour to help supplement the lost time. Uh, this will be paid at your higher uh, pay of hourly for or your higher rate for hourly staff, and team members will get an hour credit towards their monthly family engagement. In order to get credit for the hour, you'll have to have transport the children to the location, wait a minimum of 15 minutes for the parents to arrive, and then transport the children back to placement after efforts to contact the parents go and return. And to document this time, you'll enter the transport, then you'll enter the attempt to supervise visit, and then you'll enter your end transport like you've always done before. And then you'll be going into, uh, for hourly team members, you're going to go to CTT, click add time, and then add an additional hour beginning with when your transport ended. Click on activity type and select attempt to SV add, add any appropriate notes, and then click submit. For salary team members, you'll go to your salary billable timesheet, select Attempt to SV add in the dropdown, indicate a total of an hour, click the plus button, and then click the save button, and you'll be credited for that time. Remember, you have to do the transport, document transport, then document the attempt to SV, then you're going to document your in-transport, and then you would then document, document the attempt to SV add for that additional time. Uh, keep in mind if you do any other face, uh, non-client face-to-face work during uh, this hour of allowable time, you will be paid for the attempt to SVE additional time at your billable rate of pay. You will not be paid additional time if you complete any other work that creates an overlap during that hour. If you would happen to engage in a face-to-face session with a client within this hour, you will be credited with the full hour for the attempt to supervise the visit and will get credited for paid uh, for time spent with the other client. We have this. So it won't be paid for it on any one case a maximum of three times. And again, you must document the stated above on the CTT time tracker or salary available timesheet to be paid for it, and the billing department will not be reaching out to you about this. And it must be documented as directed above, and you will not be able to add this after your weekly documentation has been submitted for the week. Um, It's 401k time uh, every July and every January uh, of each year. Um, that is a time for people already participating in the 401k uh, program to make any changes they would need to make. It's also a time for those people that were eligible that chose not to participate. It's now time and an open enrollment for you to, to do this again. And it's also a time for anybody that's newly eligible to start participating uh, again on July 1st. So team members who have been employed with IHPS for at least 12 months as of July 1st of 2021 are eligible to make contributions to your 401k retirement plan. Those hired between January 2nd, 2020 and July 2nd, 2020 are newly eligible and will automatically be enrolled at 3% contribution rate of your gross gross wages. You are able to opt out if you choose at any time. Now, how does IHPS match you? If you contribute 3% to the 401k, IHPS is going to match you dollar for dollar at 3%. So if you contribute 4%, IHPS is going to match you at 3.5%, and if you contribute 5% or more, IHPS will match you at uh, 4%. It's a good idea to get registered on the 401k.com website, and this is all done through Fidelity Investments. You can also um, call them at 1-800-835-5097. You can speak to representatives about getting logged into the website if you're having difficulties. You can also download the Fidelity Net Benefits app on your personal cell phone as another option to make changes. And those who are not yet enrolled on 401k.com can do so now, and that's if you haven't already. But again, you can reach out to them many different ways, but also call them 1-800-835-5097. Now if you want some advice on investments and what you think you should do with your investments if you want to do that, you can contact Old National Wealth Management Representative, Michael Blankenberger, and you can reach out to him at 812-464-1348 or it's michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L, dot Blankenberger, B-L-A-N-K-E-N-B-E-R-G-E-R at oldnational.com, and he can provide some assistance to you. This is also a really good time to review beneficiaries or select them if you haven't done so already. We have a, a, a majority of our staff have uh, not selected a, a beneficiary. So, if anything unfortunate would happen to you, there would be uh, a person named that the money that you put into your 401k account would then have access to that money. If you don't do this, uh, that money gets tied up in a, in a probate court. It takes many, many months, or maybe years, to get access to the money for any loved ones that you would. Uh. So, make sure to go ahead and. Uh set up beneficiaries if you haven't already and also if you have it's a good time to review those um, so that uh, fidelity will know how to distribute your assets to your beneficiaries without requiring a will or other legal documents so again 401k.com register there or you can go to the net benefits app that would also be another way to go about updating information changing how much you want to put into your account opting out if that's what you choose to do but just remember that IHPS does match you and if you have any questions about 401k please uh get with Gary Emmons give me a call email me I can talk to you about though but any changes need to happen before July 1st to take effect in July so make sure you know that as well uh COVID vaccination uh incentive uh, in an effort to increase our COVID-19 vaccination numbers we're gonna we have begun offering a monetary incentive To get the full dosage of the vaccine, and that's already been happening. Uh, This will also apply for any team members who already received the vaccination, so if you've already received the vaccination and didn't let us know, make sure you do so. Once you provide proof of your COVID-19 vaccination record card, and that's the little postcard they give you at the site, or you can also provide an email from the Indiana Department of Health that you've received, you will receive compensation for doing so on the next available paycheck. Team members will receive two hours of pay for providing in proof of the full vaccination. The pay rate with this will be at either their PTO rate, the flat hourly rate, and for salary team members, two hours at an equivalent hourly uh, rate to your salary. Again, you must provide the proof by sending your COVID-19 vaccination record card or the email from the Indiana Department of Health to hr at ihbs.us, or you can text a picture of the card to Gary Emmons or Elizabeth Atterbury. Um, it's pretty simple. They've made it as easy as they possibly can to register for the vaccine. It's a simple Google search of where you live um, and then that you're needing a COVID vaccine. So if you live in Indiana, just type in Indiana COVID vaccination and then your sites will come up to have you do that. Walmart, Sam's Club, Walgreens, Meijer, CVS, uh, a lot of those places are doing them as well. And all of us have those locations around us. So we are um, uh, really encouraging people to get this vaccine. And we know that a lot of you are feeling unsure about it as well. Uh, We have provided some links in an email, and also there are on these announcements in this that you can provide some links to see the safety of the vaccination. And another positive thing of being vaccinated is that um, if you are fully vaccinated, uh, that means that you no longer have to quarantine if you're exposed to another person who is COVID-19 positive as long as you're not showing symptoms. Um, it's also been deemed safe for those who are pregnant. Uh, obviously, you're going to want to get with your own medical provider to talk about these things. We know it's a personal choice. Um, we would always want for you to encourage you to talk to your medical provider, but it's not required to actually get the vaccine. So again, we thank everybody who took a, and took our survey. We've, we thank everyone who has provided us the information of the vaccination Um, for those of you that haven't yet uh, we would encourage you to do so and provide that information to the human resources department so we can provide you with a a monetary incentive that you have done so a reminder that there's a new process for reporting workers compensation claims so if you would happen to get injured on the job um, you're going to call medcor at 833-359-0188 to report a claim MedCorp will direct you to a medical facility for treatment or provide recommendations for the care of your injury. Once your claim is reported, you're also going to reach out to Susan Minkarski in the HR department at 812-746-1618 for further guidance. Um, we do have fires posted in common areas of all of our HPS offices. But again, if you're injured on the job, before you seek any treatment, unless, as long as it's non-emergent, you're going to reach out to MedCorp at 833 833- 359-0188 and also reach out to Susan Binkarski by email or calling her at 812-746-1618. During the month of May, IHVS would like to recognize Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. We would also like to acknowledge the history and achievements of Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders across our nation. We're also very proud to acknowledge and celebrate our, our, our Asian American and Pacific Islander team members. There are a few different um, links that we found that we thought were very helpful to learn more about this and to learn about the history of Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders and their challenges that they faced, especially over the past year. There's been many challenges and, and things that have occurred to Asian American and Pacific Islanders. But one of the good ones is AsianPacificHeritage.gov. There's another one called, it's through FAPAC.org AAPI resources. And then the Smithsonian Institute has a good one at smithsonianapa.org forward slash stand. IHPS continues to identify ways we can be more supportive of our staff who come from different cultures and backgrounds from their clients. If anyone has any ideas to share, we welcome that opportunity to, to explore these. And you can help us find a better path forward as professionals. While we work to improve the lives of families and children, you can do so by reaching out to the managers at ihps.us. Our diversity committee is also formed and meeting, and you can email the diversity committee at diversity at ihbs.us. And then also on the front page of CaseWin, there's an introductory uh, little email to our diversity committee. There's also a survey monkey. You can uh, make, make um, uh, comments, questions, concerns. You can also do it through that survey monkey as well. So we want to hear your voices. We want to hear from you um, as we do our best to learn more and see how we can support you as workers and also support our clients more. Um, That would be really, really wonderful. But, you know, uh, at the end of the day, we want to keep kids safe, but we also have to make sure that we are learning more each day as well. In order to continue to promote HIPAA compliance and protecting client-protected health information as much as possible, I know that we have these in play right now. No documents with client information are be left in a team leader or regional director mailbox for their review. This could include coverage forms, new case packet documents, requests for funds, critical incident reports, or any other document with client information. You'll have two options to provide this information to your supervisor. Number one, if they are in the building or in their office, you can actually hand it to them or scan the document and email it to them. It's advisable if you do scan things. You always want to put yourself on that as well so you have a copy of it as well. This would include basically any document with client protected health information on it we are going to make sure that stays out of sight for other people. Those are not for everyone's eyes, and we have to do our best to protect that information of our clients. As per normal, team members are to make sure that all their PHI is always locked in lockboxes, and it's advisable to keep lockboxes in your trunk and not in plain sight in your car. We have to continue to do this, and we thank you for your cooperation. We have to be proactive in protecting our clients' confidentiality. Reminder that uh, we have Memorial Day holiday coming up on Monday, May 31st, so that's less than a week away now. Remembering the documentation for this current week is going to be due on Sunday morning, and that's for everybody. So Sunday morning at 8 a.m. local time is when documentation for this current work week is due. The billing department will be working on Sunday, so we have to make sure that we are uh, doing our part uh, so they can do their jobs. So it's very important that everyone has their documentation turned in by 8 a.m., on uh monday morning i'm sorry on sunday morning on may the 30th is when documentation for this week will be due if you have questions about when to celebrate your holiday please, please reach out to your supervisor um, or, HR, or human resources or the there are different memorial day flyers hanging around offices um, it's also been an email but if you need to check that out or have questions let us know or another reminder that we have now began Requiring client signatures on all in-session documentation. We had stopped this practice during uh, the early days of COVID. Uh, We now have learned a lot more about the the transfer of this virus and this disease through uh, touching surfaces. And it's hard and it's rare for that to happen. Still want to make sure we're using good hand hygiene and asking clients to wash their hands or sanitize them prior to using the device. But um, in-session documentation, that never stopped being a requirement, but will now return to clients' signatures being required uh, during sessions. Another reminder that the Emergency Paid Sick Leave Act has ended as of March 31st. Um, Again, it's it's another reason to become vaccinated because if you're vaccinated and you're exposed to someone that's COVID-19 positive, you no longer have to quarantine uh, unless you're symptomatic yourself. If you do find yourself having to go on a quarantine because you've either tested positive or you've been exposed to someone and you're not vaccinated um, please reach out and report that to human resources if you're having financial hardships due to this um, even though the emergency Pay sick leave act is no longer in effect um, we can review your your personal situation to see if we can assist you we got to keep taking precautions as well everybody Um, we're still wearing masks at this point We'll probably have some more information coming out here in the first part of june about the mask wearing for vaccinated people Um, so keep an eye out for that but we have to continue to wear masks at this point i still want to be cautious of gathering especially in rooms where there's no no ventilation Um, you still want to make sure that you're using good hand hygiene Uh, social distancing is also still very important uh, in order to make sure especially for those that aren't vaccinated that you don't become affected we still want you to reach out to clients prior to meeting with them, to, to screen them to find out if they're personally affected by COVID-19 at the time. And if they are, you're going to reach out to Supervision for guidance on what you should do for your sessions. Alright, guys, to wrap up today, we're going to talk about uh, parent cafes. We still have a few more for this month. Ashley Beeler has one for March 20, I'm sorry, May 25th. That's actually today, from 5.30 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time. On technology and safety, if you have questions, reach out to Ashley on this one, 812-929-0549 or abler at ihbs.us. We also have another option, uh, one more for the Recovery Cafe. So people, um, Recovery Cafe is for an opportunity for people in all stages of recovery, journey, and those who support them, connect with community and build strategies for success. There's one more of these. That's going to happen on Wednesday, May 26th at 9.30 in the morning Central Time, 10.30 in the morning Eastern Time. You can reach out to Deb Cooper for information on this one, 812-483-8369, or dcooper at ihbs.us. So one more offering of the Recovery Cafe. And then Deb's also got her Parent Cafe scheduled for June. So far, three offerings for Under Construction, Building a Routine and Structure in the Home. She has offerings of those coming up on June the 1st from 530 to 7 Central Time, June the 3rd from 1130 to 1 Central Time, and June the 8th uh, from 530 to 7 p.m. Central Time. Um, again, questions, reach out to Deb Cooper, 812-483-8369. And like always, we encourage you to uh, follow our Parent Cafe page on Facebook, and you're going to just go to at I-H-B-S Parent Cafe. And you can get more information about all the upcoming Parent Cafes. So again, we hope everyone has a great week. Thank you for keeping kids safe. Reminder of Memorial Day holiday is on uh, for a majority of the staff will be on Monday. Uh, No one's to be working on Monday unless you've been asked to. Um, Reminder the paperwork for this current work week is due on Sunday. So again, everybody, thank you so much for what you do each and every day. Take care. Have a great week.